Welcome back to Unleashing You. Today, I speak with Samara Piper. Samara is a wife, an outdoor enthusiast, a district leader at Kendra Scott by day, and a mixed media artist by night. She even owns her own company, Samara Dawn Art. You are going to love hearing from Samara. After I met her, I knew we were meant to be friends. One of the things I love about Samara is how she shows up as a leader. Today, she speaks to us about her approach to leadership, how she creates a safe space for her team to be themselves, and the importance of finding time for her as well. Psychological safety is an important aspect of leadership, and Samara breaks down all her tips. This convo is so good, and I can't wait for you to hear it. Let's dive in. Before we begin, I want to make sure that you have the Unleashing You retreat on your radar, because just the fact that you're tuning into this podcast means the Unleashing You retreat is right up your alley. The reason I created the Unleashing You Retreat is because as women, we tend to look to everyone else for the answers. We somehow think that everyone else knows better than we do, when in reality, tapping into your own intuition is actually the key to living a happy and fulfilled life. And that's how I've created the career and life I have now and what we'll teach you how to do during this retreat. An inner shift like this will leave you with tools that you'll use for the rest of your life. This retreat is so much more than a girl's trip. This is a transformation. If I've piqued your interest, I want to personally invite you to join us in Steamboat Springs, Colorado on September 19th through the 22nd. During our time together, we will go through coaching workshops and other deep personal development activities that will uncover aspects of yourself you never even knew. Work like this would take months or years to do on your own, and we're going to get you there in just a few short days. Not to mention, we'll be staying in a gorgeous mountain home, complete with a private chef so you don't have to lift a finger. If you are ready for a pampering getaway where you can recharge your batteries and feed your soul, send me a message on Instagram or visit acrprofessionalcoaching.com to learn more and reserve your spot. Spots are very limited, so do not wait. And I'll see you in the mountains. Now, let's get on to today's show. Welcome to Unleashing You. This podcast is your permission slip to create success your way. I'm your host, Amanda Riffey, a certified success coach and female business leader who has climbed her way up the corporate ladder. I've been through burnout and back and found the tools to bring fun and enjoyment to my career while creating powerful results and leading in a way that feels authentic to me. This show brings you conversations with women just like you who have created massive success for themselves and are doing it in their own way. We'll hear about their personal journeys of growing their career, 
while still prioritizing the things they love most. If you are ready to be challenged and encouraged to reach your next level, then buckle up, sister, because the road to dreamy success begins here. Let's dive in. Samara, I'm so excited to have you on Unleashing You. How are you? I'm so good, and I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. And I'm really excited about the topic that we're going to talk about today because I think it's a really, really important one as we talk about when women in business and in leadership. And I just absolutely love your story. So let's go ahead and dig in. You have a really fun job. (laughs) Can you tell us a little bit more about what you do? Absolutely. I do have a fun job. And most of the time I joke that I can't believe anybody actually pays me to do this job because most of the time I would do it for free. But I am a district leader at Kendra Scott. I oversee 12 stores across seven states. And I have this incredible group of women that I just adore. And my role is to ensure that they feel encouraged, empowered, have the resources and tools necessary to be successful in their roles. Ugh, yes. Oh, and I'm sure so many people are like, Kendra Scott, I love Kendra Scott. Like it's so cool. And you know, looking at just the posts you post on on social, I mean, you can just tell that you guys, number one, have such a beautiful group that meshes so well. And you guys just have a lot of fun at work too. So I think that's just so amazing. One of the things, there are many things, but there's one of the things that I really admire about you as a leader is just the safe and open environment that you've created for your team. I know you and I have had conversations, obviously, outside of this interview about leadership and work and all of those things. And, you know, I I really see you light up when you talk about your team. And then when you Talk about just like the types of team meetings that you have and just the relationship that you guys have. You know, I think of that, that term psychological safety. And, you know, that's something that you hear a lot about right now and the importance of that. And I think that's exactly what you're doing with your team. So can you just talk to us a little bit about how you've built that type of environment with your team over time? Yeah, absolutely. And. I want to say first that it's it's not perfect by any means. It takes constant work to ensure that people feel really comfortable and safe. And every morning I wake up and I, I ask myself these couple of questions. Am I making sure my team feels safe, that they feel like they matter, and that they feel like they belong? And then I ensure I find other people to bring along on that journey and in that vision so that we can always show up as the best version of ourselves. Because when people feel like they are safe, they matter, and they belong, the sky's the limit. There is no ceiling. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's so good. And so when you stepped into your role, like what were some of the steps that you took to start to create that culture? Because I'm sure that didn't just happen overnight. There has to be trust built and all of those things. So how did you do that? Yeah. And you said the key word, it's building trust. It's building a relationship with team members as people and making sure they trust me. And I obviously have to trust them. And when people know that they can be really honest about their struggles, both professionally and personally, and there's no judgment coming from me on it, and I'm just here to support, 
it cultivates a culture where people feel really comfortable. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And that is so important. You know, I'm such a huge advocate of like, we are one whole person. We are not somebody at work and somebody at home. We are one whole person. And that's what I hear in what you're saying of just bringing all of that to work and the benefits that we can see from that, right? Like I'm sure you've seen better productivity and, you know, just even financial results from those things as well. Oh, absolutely. If people work for people, that cliche saying, right? But it's so true. And I look at it as I'm working for them. I wouldn't have a role if they didn't need me to support them. So I work for them, not the other way around. And every day we can just be really honest with each other. And people are, they're a whole person. They have struggles, they have trauma, they have you know, things happen in people's lives that are completely outside of their circle of control. And I want to be there to support all of it. Mm, That's so good. That's so good. You should be my leader. (laughs) You know, I do have a pretty good leader too, who does a lot of those same things. But you've mentioned to me before, and you kind of alluded to this in what you were saying, but you actually encourage your team to show emotion at work, And you model that same behavior. So can you talk to us a little bit about why that's important to you? Absolutely. I think, again, it goes back to being a whole person. Some of the things that we do at Kendra Scott specifically really touch your heart. We go to children's hospitals. We support in what we call give back events. And we impact our local community in big ways. And I would be really concerned if people were not showing emotion (laughs) in those situations. And just, it's okay to be frustrated, to be sad, to be all of those things. And again, it goes back to if they know they can show up in every emotion possible in every way, then we can all move forward in a really positive way. Yeah. And one of the things that, well, number one, I think that's, I just really want to, hone in on what you said around it being encouraged to show that emotion. Because if we think traditionally in the workplace, and especially as women, you know, we really feel like, oh, we cannot bring emotion to work. Like that is the stigma that women are so emotional and, you know, all of those things. And the fact that you encourage that, that, you know, you are dealing with situations that are very touching and will bring up emotions in people, especially you mentioned trauma or, you know, things that have happened to us in our lives. There's probably different events. I would assume that you guys do that touch people in different ways because of maybe their personal experience with that cause or things like that. So just kudos to you for really creating that environment where all of that is welcome and encouraged. Uh, Thank you so much. And I I have definitely heard in the past that maybe I wear my emotions on my sleeve or maybe I love my team too much. And here at Kendra Scott, I get to be the leader that I've always wanted to be and truly do love on my team and, and really encourage them to do the same. Yes. So let's talk a little bit about that practice, what you preach. So I'm a huge advocate in leadership, uh, whether it's through coaching, whether it's, you know, my team or whoever I might be interacting with. I mean, I, this is what you get. (laughs) My mission is the same 
as, you know, what I do in my personal life. So when I'm, you know, talking to my team or I'm encouraging them or or helping them grow, those are the same things that I'm doing for myself as well. So what are some of the things that you carve out time for each day to ensure that you can bring your best version of yourself to work? This is such a great topic because this is only a recent thing over the last year where I decided there were some things missing in my life and I actually wasn't showing up as the best version of myself. I I was maybe a little cranky and a little overwhelmed and felt like I couldn't process things as quickly as I wanted to and knew something had to change. And so this past year, and again, not perfect, but fairly consistently, I create a routine. So I'm up at 5.30 in the morning from 5.30 to 6. I get my coffee. I sit outside and I watch the clouds and the sunrise. And, and then I come back in and I paint. And it's something that my mother did. She was an artist and she passed away 10 years ago from breast cancer. And so it serves a dual purpose. Every time I pick up the brush, I feel just that more connected to my mom. But also I have that space that's just for me. There's no calls, there's no needs, there's no emails. It's just my time where I can, you know, think all the thoughts and and just have me. And I noticed that this really slow morning ended up giving me such a productive day. So I encourage my team to do that too. We talk a lot about taking like a Zen 10 if you need a moment or going to get a coffee and really encouraging one of our girls teaches yoga. And so she's always talking about how that has helped her and she's taught us some things too. And so really encouraging my team, you have to have a routine, you have to have you time, you have to have things that you're passionate about that you're pursuing. So we have somebody, like I said, who teaches yoga, we have an actor, we have another girl who has a a side business with embroidery. And so lots of great things happening within the district. Okay, so I think my favorite thing in what you just said was Zen 10. Like that, I think everybody's gonna be like writing that down. (laughs) What? Oh my gosh, that's so perfect. You know, those are all people on your team and you know all of their interests, right? What they're doing, encouraging those things, using that together as a team to help each other. Just that's just so amazing to me. I hope you're enjoying today's episode. I wanted to quickly interrupt to invite you to experience the power of coaching on demand. I've packaged up some of my favorite coaching tools and sharing access with you for free. Would you love to discover who you truly want to become 10 years from today or work through limiting beliefs that have been holding you back from your next level of success? Send me a message on Instagram or click the link in the show notes to access your free coaching tools. Your road to dreamy success begins here. Now, back to the episode. You mentioned that you do art in the morning. So can you tell us a little bit more about your art? Yeah, yeah. So I grew up in New Mexico and now I live in Colorado with my husband and 
I am obsessed with nature. And like I said, my mother was an artist. And so I'm constantly inspired by nature. And I'm an only child. So when my mother passed away, I said, how can I continue her legacy or have her legacy live on? And it was through art. So I paint landscape, I paint women, I paint all the things that really inspire me on a daily basis. And recently I started a business selling prints of my original art online. So I'm excited. I have one of those prints and I love it. (laughs) It hangs in my office right behind me. And yeah, I just think that's so amazing because you are in all the things that you're doing, you're carving out time every single day to do what really fills your cup for many different reasons, then you're open about that, right? And again, that's leading by example. So your team then not only sees, okay, it's okay to have personal interests or you know things that they're passionate about outside of work, not just it's okay, it's encouraged. And you know, how can we learn from each other? How can we bring those strengths into the team as well? And I especially love that you said that you start your morning with that. I was always somebody that was traditionally not a morning person. And (laughs) over this past year, I have migrated to more of a morning person. And I have seen such a change in just giving myself that time for me in the morning. So for me, it's coffee, it's quiet time, it's journaling, it's reading, it's, you know, some type of movement, right? All of those things before I start my calls for the day. And, and a lot of times I'm I'm on East Coast time and I'm living in Colorado also. So my calls start pretty early. But to me, that focus time in the morning just for me, I mean, it it was such a game changer for how I showed up in those those first few calls. Totally agree. Also not a morning person. It took a lot of work to get there. <laughs> Like a lot of work. I had to put my phone in another room so that I would get up and go turn my alarm off. And then I'm up, so I might as well go get my coffee. And it took a lot of practice to make that happen, but I'm so grateful. And on the days, for some reason, I miss it. I really notice it in myself and with my team. I'm just, I'm not as on as I would like to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. And for some, maybe it's not morning. Like I know for, for example, like my husband, his like prime thinking creative time is at night. And for me, my brain is tired by nighttime, but that's really his creative, productive window. So, you know, I know it it can be different for lots of people for you. And I think it definitely seemed that morning just worked out best, but you know, a lot of people really do a a hard workout in the morning. And for me, that's just not where I am at this point in my life. And so I do a really good walk after work. And that to me just helps me unwind and, you know, all of those things. So I think there's just so many benefits and it's really just figuring out what works for you. And when do you feel your best? Agreed. It was so much trial and error. I tried to get up and do the, the workout thing in the morning as well. And like, nah, I'm just gonna stay in bed. Forget it. But yeah. I find myself getting excited to get up in the morning and get my coffee and paint and do some stretches. Yeah. You found the thing that lights you up. And yes. so you're excited to get out of bed to do that. Ah, oh, that's amazing. Okay. So what 
final piece of advice would you have for someone who is maybe listening today and wants to put some of these things in action that you've talked about? Yeah, I think it's really important to have a pretty clear vision of what you want, whether that's leadership or your morning routine or just adding more me time into your life. Write it all out. I'm a huge fan of journaling and just you keep writing until you can't write anymore. And so many things are uncovered in that. So create your vision and then create a plan whatever that looks like for you and stick to it. And if you miss a day, oh my gosh, give yourself some grace. If you miss a week, it's okay. It's absolutely okay. Just come back to it and you'll be so glad you did. Yeah, absolutely. And I 100% agree with that. You know, when I'm working with clients and you know they're they're working on big goals, they're trying to, you know, better their life or career in in some way. And, you know, they didn't do all the actions in the week, you know, they come and they're like, oh, I didn't do this. I, you know, they really focus on things they didn't do. And we're all human. None of us are perfect. I did not journal this morning. I didn't, I wanted to get more sleep this morning. So that's what I did. And that's okay. Like, it doesn't mean I'm never going to journal again, just because I didn't do it every single day. And you know, that can just, that concept can be applied to so many different things because I think we put so much pressure on ourselves to be perfect. And if it's not perfect, if it's not 100%, then, you know, we've just fallen off the wagon and we can never, we can never reach that goal. But it's just taking those action steps little by little, something every day or something every week that's moving you closer to your goals. I mean, it's that consistency that's going to really make the difference. Yeah, agreed. My word of the year was discipline. It is discipline. And so it's right here at my desk every day. I'm looking at it. All right, discipline. Got to get up and have your you time. That's all you got to do. Yeah. And we put ourselves at the bottom of the list way too much, way too much. So I think you you got to show up for yourself the same way you would show up for a meeting with somebody else. Right. When we're talking about, you know, time blocking or, you know, carving in time for a Zen 10 or, you know, we've had a podcast guest that's talked about a block walk or, you know, things like that. Putting that stuff on your calendar as you would anything else. And then use that as if it was a meeting with somebody else. Like we cancel on ourselves way too much. And when you really honor that time, the same way you would as if somebody else was relying on you, you're going to be a heck of a lot more consistent than, than you think you would be. So true. Absolutely. Okay. So Samira, where can the listeners find you if they would like to connect? Yeah. So you can find me on LinkedIn, Samira Don Piper. And then my art website is samaradon.art. And I can't wait to meet everyone. Yes. Yes. So I will link all of those things in the show notes. So you guys can just click right in there and connect with Samira. She's amazing, as you can tell. And I know that you would absolutely love to uh, make personal connections with anyone who's listening to the show. Oh, thank you so much. And you're such an inspiration all the time, Amanda. Thank you so much for having me. This has been the best. 
You are so sweet. You're so sweet. So thank you for agreeing to come on the podcast and just sharing all of these things with us. It has been so good talking to you. And again, I just truly admire your leadership, your ability to show up for yourself and just really lead by example with your team. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you'd like to continue this conversation, connect with me on Instagram and say hello. You can find me at Amanda Riffey underscore coaching. In the meantime, if you know you are ready to step into your next level of success and want to completely accelerate your personal and professional growth, let's work together. I offer one-on-one and group coaching as well as on-demand self-study options. There's really something for everyone. To learn more, visit my website at acrprofessionalcoaching.com or send me a DM on Instagram and start a conversation. And don't worry, I truly want all of us to succeed. So I promise I will never steer you wrong. Let's create a career and life you love. Chat with you again soon.